use your need to know Smurf and Hutch with whoever so they made the show Welcome Rugby Under 85 Competition Podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch Thanks to Rangi and the Totos for that sweet jingle. This week on the potty, we have DC skip Herschel Barker to talk DC's footy, sledgehammers, and Mr. Cold stuff. Herschel Brad then takes on a different tangent, talking comparisons of 85's teams and NRL teams. Enjoy. All right. Well, welcome back to week nine of the pod, the 85's pod. Uh, obviously, no footy this week or all the coming week, but we're still the pod's still alive, and we've got this week uh, Smith co-hosting, and we've also got Herschel. Uh, Barker from the Dets and Brad Davis, um, support staff for the Squid. So, how are we, fellas? Good, man. Happy to be here. Yes, great hey, to have you on. Yeah, great to have you yeah. on as well, Brad. How's Good to be back again, Hutch. Yeah, how's everyone's week? It's been pretty quiet, I imagine. Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah, um, a, bit, a bit over this work from home stuff. I'm ready for the office on Monday morning. Yeah, fair enough. Billable's uh, taking a big hit for sure. Yeah. So anyway, this week, we've obviously got Hirsch on from the Dets, so we'll talk a little bit about Dets footy. Um, we'll probably speculate a little bit on what's going to happen with the comp. Hopefully, it's, um, by the time this thing go, pod goes live, the comp's still, uh, still going ahead. Um, and then we've got Brad and Hirsch on. Hirsch have been uh, putting their brains together a bit on uh, likening a few of the 85 teams to different NRL clubs, so we'll chat through that as well. Uh, and then we've obviously got the Spates rapid fire at the end as well for Hirsch at... Uh, give us some answers for so but uh anyway smurf what do you, what kind of oil have you got from the union in regards to what's happening with footy at the moment yeah not too much i think there's a um i guess a keenness to get the last few weeks done and dusted but i think there's uh there's probably a few different options for for the 85s comp to to try and get a, a winner out of out of things so yeah it'll be interesting to see what they they come up with so dare i say it, I'd, I'd say the prems is probably going to be fairly political as well so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it but who knows yeah i've, I've heard i've heard rumors that we could potentially i mean there's obviously a couple of options there's three weeks basically of, of footy remaining but potentially playing one last round robin game in semis and finals the real rogue one is just going straight to quarterfinals um which i think the debt's been enjoying yeah i was gonna say that's that's music to our ears <laughs> so as, as a sneak in on a on a, a way like that sounds yeah sounds awfully good yeah um, so if, if we did go to straight to quarterfinals, which again is just pure speculation, um, we'd probably have the Hussies playing the Raiders as it stands, um, the Squids playing the Fars, the old foe, old boys would be playing Pack, Lizards would be playing DCs, and then Marison Legends would be playing off of the bowl, I presume. So um, a couple of tasty encounters there. Yeah, geez, you'd be nervous about go, running up against the, the Fars again, Dave. Yeah, actually, speaking of the Fars as well, we actually had an um, Instagram message during the week to the 85s page re- requesting uh, one of our addresses to send out some merch. And obviously our listeners won't be able to see this, but I'm actually wearing my second favourite team's um, T-shirt tonight after the Fars kindly sent, sent out some of their new merch. So I've got one of the one of the Fars, uh, I guess, what would you call it? They're sort of uh, casual tees on. Uh, sadly, not, yeah, sadly not signed by the pilot, which I was... Yeah, that, that's a bit of... That, that's, that's a bit of an oversight. Probably something they've learn out for, for next time. Um, hopefully he signs it by the time I get my hands on mine. But yeah, nice gesture. Probably puts him up to being probably my favourite GTEC team at the moment. If Manasi lets me back at Provi, then Old Boys might sneak back up again. 
Yeah. To be fair, if the pilot had, had signed it, I probably would have framed it. So at least this way I can wear it, which is quite nice. But anyway, we'll, we'll jump into it. As I said, we've got Hirsch uh, here from the Debts. He's been with Debts for a while now. So we'll get him, we'll give you, get you to give us a bit of a wrap on um, Debts history, how it started, how long you've been involved for Hirsch, and we'll, um, we'll go from there. Eh? So floor's yours. Yeah, cool. So the DC started in 2009, so 11th year now. Um, by the two twins coming out of Sacred Heart, the Begley brothers. Uh, they kind of come from a bit of a long lineage of varsity men. Their old man was one of the guys who'd always be sitting in that kind of central table that you see at most rugby clubs and you know not to not to mess with those boys that's sitting there. Sometimes we have Graham Henry. Uh, and when they went to start the team, it actually the original name was the Widowmakers. Uh, so then with the yeah, the varsity widowmakers, but unfortunately uh, Auckland Rugby vetoed that name, so <laughs> <laughs> name number two was the Debt Collectors, which um, commonly now known mainly as just the DCs. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the first, I guess, era of Debt's Rugby. Then the next era was, um, I guess, the Sam Abraham years, which uh, you guys are well familiar with that name. Um, and he kind of ran the show. He would run all the admin, lead the team on the field, then clean the shit afterwards. So wasn't really surprising that he left after a while, got really over that gig. And then sort of now we're kind of in our um, Bo Bristlewaite era, which is, uh, which is our coach who also plays prems for varsity uh, and also is kind of in the wider Auckland trading squad. So on any given week, he trains every morning, then has all of the prems trainings. And then on Wednesdays, turns up to our training to about 17 people trying to run trying to run drills so the man is committed to rugby yeah no it's some serious code love yeah no wonder <laughs> you, no wonder you hear him yelling a bit at you boys <laughs> yeah uh, exactly and so how long have you been involved for personally uh so yeah i've been involved for it's been my fourth year um my sort of it all started at um the older martinovich's brother uh, bevan who was yeah obviously prior to jared um, was at his house, and um, it was it was early hours of of Saturday morning, and and Sam Abraham was trying to put a team together, and I kind of said I just come back from overseas. I was like, oh yeah, I play a bit of rugby, and he was like, all right, well you're you're on this team now. Named him aside, and have been battling away ever since. <laughs> yeah. Did you debut um, Ben Hirsch? No, nah, nah, not Ben. No, nah, I had a bit of sleep. No, nah, no, nah, I got yeah. No, nah, I'll leave that up to the Martinoviches. How, how was the behaviour? Oh, a few uh, sleepless games. <laughs> nice one. And so, obviously, on 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 field this year, you guys going all right? Probably, maybe not quite where you want to be, but still pretty happy. You got a few new guys in this year as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've had had a bit of trouble with numbers. Um, the commitment hasn't been as good as it has been in previous years. But in saying that, the, the sound of that <laughs> that top eight. Um, playoff system was as music to our ears. That'd be awesome. But um, as per debt seasons, we always are quite good for um, getting ring-ins or well, get ring-ins recruiting. Um, as you'll know, me and you've had a bit of back and forth with recruiting particular players that have uh, had to choose their allegiances between the squids and the and the DCs. There's a bit of a happy hunting ground at the start of varsity trainings or at the start of the year at varsity because people sort of turn up and they don't really know which way to look and if you catch the right person's eyes then 
spring them across, then suddenly they were looking for the squids, but they found their way into the DCs. Yeah. Um, which has happened more more times than not. Um, Cam Ranger was a, was a great recruit yeah. in that in that vein. Yeah, Mark, I think you've been a bit of a force in the rec recruitment realm. I know, Brad, you actually, did you actually go to a depth training? I may have, yeah. I was going to say that happens to the best of us. Yeah, but was Hirsch not there at the time to, to twist your arm? <laughs> I don't believe so. There's a, there's a few guys much of the same, but bit of a hole in the system. Yeah, no, it's good. The recruiting's always a bit of fun at the start of the year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's all good stuff. How do you how do you initiate them into debt's uh, culture? Because it is, you know, a hell of a culture. Um, well, I, the, my favourite thing about the debts is the fact that it's so ragtag, so <laughs> on field and off field. So it's always it is a very mix of um of characters. So we we I guess we were the first thing is, is that you have to scale a jug no matter what club you are are at which is always a, um, a good initiation and we make sure it's cold so that kind of separates the men from the boys and then i you you're we don't count our chickens till they're at trainings i guess <laughs> we've definitely there's definitely been a lot of um friday night yarns about played first 15 here did this and that and then no dice when it comes to comes to saturday so it's a slippery slope yeah, nice. And I guess as far as traditions go as well, I've always wondered, um, I know you guys had a bit of a run in a couple of years ago with someone um, parading a sledgehammer on the field. What's the, what's the backstory with that? <laughs> that was against ponies, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't there. Yeah, so. yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it was me, actually. It was, I think it was like 27 all or something. It was a high-scoring um, yeah. affair. And um, Bags had a like 40-meter kick on the angle to win it. And it missed, and I caught it in the end goal. And um, our, our Jimmy Murray got injured in the first twenty minutes, so I was having to play sixty, which was a big shift um, in, in my later years. And yeah, I've just decided, fuck it, we don't want to. It was a um, grading game, so you don't want to draw a grading game. So it just ran it out. We sort of got up to the about forty meters away from our line, and then turned it over. And then Cam Rangers scored and scored out wide, hell of a try, and yeah. sort of pandemonium and stuff like that so um end of the game sort of walking onto the field and yeah, one of the boys with the sledgehammer sort of walked past i said good game well done boys and he sort of dropped the shoulder but <laughs> at, at one hand he he had um a bear and the other hand he had the sledgehammer so to his credit when i pushed him gave him a good shove um he wasn't putting either of those down so he was he was going down a hero but yeah didn't help his landing but um yeah, that was, it was all good. Apologies in the uh, in club rooms afterwards. So it's in the past. But yeah, that was a hell of a game with the Dets. I think we played them a little bit later in the season. I think it might have been like 8-7 or something like that. We're sort of, um, yeah, yeah. under lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think our hooker actually won with a chip kick, um, which is sort of a bit of a coach killer. But yeah, somehow. Came scored, off. But yeah, came off. So is the sledgehammer staying in the sheds these days, Hirsch? Or what's the story there? Well, I think... The thing that did end up like we got, we definitely got emails. Well, we didn't. Bag got emails about about that, and um, the said party was sternly told off, um, who I won't name. And yeah, from, from then on, we've kind of left the sledgehammer at home. It's, it's still on. It's still on our hearts. It's still on the crest of the jersey. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't see much sunlight these days. Yeah, probably a bit more fitting for twenty twenty. You know, you can't really be walking around with a sledgehammer these days. Nah, no, exactly. Yeah, maybe early 2000s you get away with that stuff. Um, 
But yeah, so and I guess as, as far as sort of any other traditions and stuff you guys have, I know you have cordies and you went on a... Um, yeah, so so we have... Um, the DCs have this real weird obsession with the game Articulate. I don't even know how it started, but any chance... Are you familiar with the game? The sort yeah. of... Yeah, so any chance we get, we'll we'll get the game out. Or even um, there's been times... So last, last year when we, when we lost in the semis, we... Um, obviously, we started drinking quite early on the Sunday, as you do, and um, ended up actually at Corker's parents' house in Takapuna. Um, and on the way there, we actually—I don't even know how or why—but we all stopped at a store and um, got dressed in drag. So we turned up to Corker's parents' house as girls, and his, his mum and dad were there. And then, sort of, we went sort of—it was about I don't know four or five. We went and bought Articulate from the, the local mall and brought it back to their house. And then played that till um, till we got kicked out. Um, and then I don't know. From then on, we've always just had this weird thing where we'll just, if we can, we'll play articulate. Yeah. So um, it's quite a funny game for, um, I guess, a ragtag group of boys <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to play. Um, and then apart from that, we've kind of this year we started up a, a we call it Mr. Cold stuff, which is kind of a you know how sometimes you kind of after a game, everyone's sort of drinking and then you're kind of waiting patiently for someone to put their hand up to, to take everyone back to their house. Yeah. So we've, all, we've basically just made a, a name for that person. So, so essentially you get, if you're Mr. Cold Stuff, then, you, um, then you're, you're, you decide what the boys who are up for it want to do for that night. Um, we had one a couple of weeks ago where one of the boys, is, um, his parents um, have, a, have a stake in a, in, a state, in the Angus Steakhouse. So we went there and we had unlimited beers and whatever steak you, you, you wanted. And then also his, his girlfriend's dad runs Femme Fatale, which is a, um, a brothel slash upper class strip club. So <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Coldstuff then took us there for the evening, which was, um, which was something. And then, yeah, and then one of the boys actually ended up with a, oh, it's, like, it's just real weird. It's like a, it's like kind of like a courgette, corset kind of chain um, ensemble. Um, it's now that's kind of just somehow found its way into our team kit, and it um, <laughs> it gets washed every week. Um, and the, the 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 ticket comes back as a as a um, a dog harness. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that that um, Mr. Cole stuff's gone pretty well. But yeah, we're we're actually pretty unorganized. We we don't we, our quarters always happen sort of after the season's finished. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. It sounds like you've got plenty to keep you busy with Articulate and a few um, few good connections in the entertainment world. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very good. All right. Sweet. Well, that's a fairly good uh, history of, of Dets Rugby, I think. Um, but we'll um, we'll move along to, um, to to why we've got Brad on the chat as well. Brad and Hirsch, um, for context, um, pretty good mates off the field as well. And they've been... Uh, conspiring to, to try and uh, link up a couple of um, NRL teams with the, with the current crop of 85 teams we have. So I'll hand it over to you boys to kind of uh, talk us through where you guys have got to and we can we can discuss and debate as we go. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I, we've sort of talked about this a few times on the gas and I guess we can't really talk about the games being or the games coming up this weekend. So it kind of felt like a perfect weekend to, um, to chuck this in. We kind of, I guess it's a bit... It's not actually to this season. It's kind of more of a, a general um, look into the world of NRL in comparison to 
under 80 rock flies footy. So, Brad, I'll, I'll start us off. So, the first one um, we thought was quite an easy one, and that would be um, Ponsonby being the Melbourne Storm. The reasons for this is they train more than anyone, um, as we know, the, the infamous two trainings a week. Uh, also, their, their captain, James Oliver, has, has a bit of a way with words with the referees. Um, and so he's very much like Cameron Smith, in, in my opinion, and he kind of really kind of good cop, bad cops the, the referees into to making decisions that are um, in his favour. Do you think the speech uh, impediment helps him? I think it does, yeah, because he kind of, he kind of, they have to really listen to him, so he kind of gets them, you know, having to really engage in what he, what he says. So yeah, I think it does help quite a bit, really. It's it's actually ingenious. <laughs> yeah, I tend um, to agree with you there, Hirsch. Um, you know, lots of representative footballers coming from the Hustlers, um, consistently a, a pretty tough team, and always around about the top of the ladder. For those who follow the Melbourne Storm or the NRL for that matter, the mid-early 2000s, um, Melbourne Storm had a few financial um, or a few crook, crook books. Um, and that sort of, there's rumours going around after the end of the season last year that um, Jimmy Oliver and a few other guys were seen launching a new boat at the West Haven Marina. I was wondering, Smurf, if you've got any intel on that? Yeah, I can't co confirm or deny um, anything about Sam Knowles' boat that he's been given. Um, <laughs> It's more of a lease arrangement, but yeah, can't, can't talk about it too much. Yeah, third-party incentives. <laughs> uh, awesome, awesome. Well, and then the next one, um, so the Raiders, were, before my time, apparently they're a bit of a powerhouse and they've won a whole lot of whole lot of championships. So we kind of, uh, they're quite alike to, to the Dragons, who've actually won the most NRL championships um, ever. And also, I kind of think Daniel um, Ellingham kind of looks a lot like Jamie Soward. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that was quite a quite a good comparison. Yeah, Oh, uh, I mean, there's there's both clubs or well, both teams for that matter have had a few mergers. So the the Raiders and the Bombers, I think, um, a couple of years ago, and that's not dissimilar to the to the George Dragons and Illawarra Steelers that used to be two separate teams. So um, there's a bit of a liking there too. And then, and then the lizards are kind of uh, our most western team, and also you know it's always a it's always a really grisly encounter. So um, we've likened to them to the to the mighty Parramatta eels, who are always up for it and are having a bit of a resurgence this year. So good luck to them. Grubby but effective is how I as I would say the west teams and, and the lizards are sort of fit that mould. I think the next yeah, one, the next one we have is uh, the Pekaringa Pekaringa Taipans who are. Quite like the Tigers, and for me, this is this is more about the fact that uh, they have quite quite frequently had their better players poached by uh, the likes of uh, both of you, actually, both of the hosts of the show. So um, they'll be really happy to know that there's no there's no girls footy this year, so their best players won't get poached and, and end up playing for Ponsonby or the Squids, which is um, just definitely happened quite a few times in, in recent years. Managed to pick up one tidy fullback, um, Tom, this year, who is likened to a sort of a James Tedesco type player as well. So he's sort of followed a, a similar trend as we as we move to the squids. Is that yeah, Tom it's, Yeah, it's going to be good to see um, see some of the some of the lesser teams grow this year without their best players being poached. That's for sure. Um, and then so you're going to have to come up with a, a new recruitment strategy, Hutch. Yeah, I just need to get a training a bit earlier by the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, um, they haven't had a great season this year, uh, but 
but I didn't know until listening to the potty that they're actually the, the oldest the oldest club in the in the competition. So I've likened the legends well we've likened the legends to the Broncos, um, who are having a shocker of an NRL season but have a big history and um and yeah, we'll we'll definitely definitely bounce back at some point. Then we have uh, everyone's second favourite team um, in the in the under eighty fives comp and wow, have the hearts of the nation and that's likening the the Tony Fars to the Warriors. Yeah, they they're, they're sort of style of play as well as um as real razzle dazzle. And then yeah, obviously we've got we we he gets mentioned a lot, but you can't not talk about the pilot who is much like two of us a sheep uh, in open spaces. Yeah, I think I've heard similarities to the um. To the, the speed of Clinton Torpy, the ticker of Lance O'Hire, the try celebration similar to Francis Malley, and goal kicking of Ivan Cleary. So that's a pretty good summary. Yeah, and we still don't even know who the pilot is, and that's just amazing, isn't it? That's half the allure. Um, <laughs> and also, also capable of, of an upset, playing pretty juicy odds at the TAB consistently. And I think yeah, you, you don't want no them in that final that. eight. No, nah, they, they'll always win when they're underdogs, for sure. Marist, I've just named the Titans. We haven't played Marist yet, so I don't know much about them. So they're new to the grade, reasonably underdogs, and their their grounds close to the sea, much like the Gold Coast. Um, and then GTEC, we've named the Sea Eagles. Um, kind of Sea Eagles have always been known as a bit of a silver spoon team, a bit of a a, a bit of a, a sort of a richer uh, team. And and I, I don't know. I think GTEC has a whole lot of grammar boys, so. Thought that was fitting, and that's that. Oh no! Finally, Brad, you 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 take us away with the squids. Okay, I'll kick things off with the squids. So, um, last but certainly not least, the the roosters. Um, so, a couple of similarities there. Um, starting with a few coaches actually. So, Luke Fitzgibbon, um, an absolute stalwart of the Sydney Roosters, um, and and somewhat similar to our own Jack Halpin, who's. He's one of our coaches, both club legends, both kick goals, um, and both running a relatively similar head of hair. Uh, obviously, the squids played the Bondi 10s last year, so became um, pretty familiar with the area, probably more so off the field um, than, than on it. And then finally, I mean, in any club sport, merchandise is a big thing. The squids have got plenty of it. There's, there's no lies there, including um, in true Bondi sort of fashion, a nice pair of budgie smugglers. So that sort of was the icing on the cake. Um, for the squids and the roosters. Yeah, well, we've actually we've actually missed off the debt, so who, who are the who are the debts? I've got my oh own. the DCs, yeah, you're right. Um, we named ourselves well. Traditionally, we've been called well, not been called actually at all. Um, the Cowboys. Um, you actually came out this one yourself, Hutch. Do you want to talk to it? Yeah, well, I just I, I I've got a couple of thoughts here. I, I did think the Cowboys because with when you had bags, very kind of JT like. You know, he was he was the leader. There wasn't much around him. Um, he kind of just steered the ship. And and you know, from what you're saying as well, he did everything. But I don't know if you can go, really go past the bulldogs either. You know, a little bit a little bit grubby. A few a few sort of indiscretions. You know, a few <laughs> a few things here or there that the ref ref doesn't see. Um, so I, I kind of tossed up bulldogs as well. But then I also thought the panthers. You know, they're going all right at the moment, but you know, just not a not a really not a great team. What do you think about the Panthers? I don't mind the Panthers. It's quite um, quite Westfield. I mean, we could say that Bo is alike to, to Ivan Cleary. Very, very... Well, actually, he's not a calming figure, is he? <laughs> he can... Um, <laughs> he, 
here's a way with words. No, I'd go back. I'd say that I'd say we're the Cowboys. Sort of <laughs> no one's favourite team, but no one's worst team. Um, kind of always, yeah, there or thereabouts. Sort of trying to hunt the the more prized teams. Yeah. Um, hey, what's your segment? We'll give it's your segment. We'll give you the Cowboys on this occasion. Thank you. Thank you. You got anything else to add to that, Brad? Well, I just sort of I think Bo sort of remind me of that. But have there been in a sort of going around the grounds here? Any classic sort of Craig Bellamy esque um, coaching sprays or big blows up that that have gone across the grade over the years? I mean, that that probably helps us with the the storm. Um, our old coach Andy Bowman uh, could do a pretty good Craig Bellamy. You know, we'd be up by forty points um, and then get blasted at halftime about how. The last five minutes, we were starting to get complacent. So he, he was good for a, for a good bellyache. So, so yeah, that, that probably probably helps. I've seen, I've seen Hutch lose his rag in the coaching circle as well in Thames last year. Sort of, uh, I saw Grumpy Hutch for the first time. It doesn't, doesn't happen often. Okay, nice one. Well, hey, fellas, thanks for putting together that segment in lieu of any other footy to chat about. I think it's uh, very interesting and insightful. Obviously, a lot of thoughts gone into it. Smith, you got a little bit of a competition off the back of it? Yeah, yeah, I think this week for the Spates Merch Pack, we want to hear some counter-arguments or some agreements from, uh, from people on the, on the Insta. So get on the Insta and um, tell us uh, why your team is um, such and such NRL team and why, and um, the best one will we'll send out one of those sweet merch packs. Um, and maybe a, a signed Tanifar's T-shirt from the pilot. Yeah, shit, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I actually might try and track down the, the pilot's address and go and get my one signed. But anyway, we'll move, we'll move along. We're getting there in the pod. We'll move into the Spates uh, Rapid Fire, Hirsch. So you're in the hot seat, mate. Yeah, cool. So very simple. We'll ask the questions. You give us the answers. Take your time. If you need, give us. you can explain your answers where we're needed. But um, first question is, uh, best ground you've played at for 85's footy? I do like the Gribblehurst. Quite a kind of urban feel and a lot of, um, a lot of shrubbery around. I'm a big fan of just a single ground, single single rugby field, nothing else. Um, so, yeah, I have to go there. Yeah, nice. What about the worst ground? Uh, Marist isn't very fun. That wind is horrible. I just sort of felt for them. I was like, oh, training here. It's like Dunedin-like. Yeah. It's um, so you didn't really enjoy that. It's a pretty common answer, unfortunately, for the worst ground. Um, what about best on-field player you've played against in 85s? Um, I'm going to go left field here. Um, this is, I'm going to go with Alex Manning from Ponsonby, mainly because he's just gotten so much better. He used to suck. Now he's, now he's, he's found his way onto the... He's now starting, isn't he, Smurf? Yeah, yeah. We actually... Um, uh, we have um, something in, in our team for it's called the Callum Ross Medal. He was sort of a guy that um, was involved from inception and real battler. And um, because uh, everyone else was better than him, he just you know kept at it, kept at it, and eventually sort of become became like a starting lock. So we sort of each year have the Callum Ross Medal. We got a, a medal made with his face engraved in it that we sort of hand out at our awards dinner. But I think um, I think Manning's been sniffing around that. He works pretty hard off the field as well. But uh, yeah, he's going real well. He's got real fit, sort of. Yeah, yeah, he's slimmed uh, down a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's one of those real pests that, like, every week he's in your inbox asking what he can improve on. So yeah, bit of a pest. <laughs> bit of a pest for asking how to get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sort of like every week, sort of the same thing. You just copy and paste the last message. But um, you'd probably you'd, you'd yeah. probably knock him if he wasn't asking though as well. So, buddy, can't. can't yeah. 
you've got to be a perfectionist when you're a coach. Is there a chance that he could get his name like hyphened on that medal? <laughs> sounds like he's he's in that that category, or is that other guy a bit more legendary? Well, he's a bit more legendary at the moment, but who knows? You know, maybe a few years we're talking about the Alex Manning medal. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, what about best off-field play you've come across in the grade, Hirsch? Ooh, um, oh, I, I have to go with Pavlich. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, even uh, even Tom Pavlich from the squids, he kind of single-handedly, or well, before, before him, I kind of, was sort of ingrained in me to, to to dislike or hate anyone who was associated with the squids. Um, and he kind of got that out of me and off the back of it, it had some, some long nights out with the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guesser. Uh, what about the biggest grub you've played against? What about this one a bit? I would have, I don't, like, it's kind of a nameless person, but feel like Eden always has someone who'll come on at kind of the 60 minute mark and just agitate um and the DCs are a pretty easy team to agitate so whoever it was I kind of like some unassuming sort of middle Caucasian bearded guy um but every year he seems to be there and um yeah he's good at what he does <laughs> he's got under your skin a couple of times yeah <laughs> nice and what about the best club room for a post-match beer apart from Varsity? I quite like Wytak. Real, um, yeah, I don't know. It was quite, it was very, very rugby changing room. Um, and kind of that kind of really long, narrow room, which is like, <laughs> it's kind of just been sort of siphoned on the end of that um, Trust Arena. Um, and I think they had Case Muses and All Black. So, yeah, I was quite into that. Yeah, yeah, I think they run, they run usually used to run a free sausage on entry, so uh, that was always always good. Bit of a bit of a free feed before you get in there. Yeah, seen a seen a few do's. I think that Whitech club uh, room. Um, anyway, buddy, good. Anyway, fellas, it was good to have you on the pod tonight, Hirsch. Thanks for jumping on, and thanks for offering uh, your thoughts on the, obviously the NRL chat, and also um, giving us a bit of background on the debts. It was, it was interesting to hear. Uh, hopefully, we'll get. Um, get back onto the field pretty soon, fellas. Hopefully not top eight, but who knows? Let's yeah, go to top eight. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might have some interesting trainings next week. I think from next week, if the clubs have sorted out their level two paperwork out, I think you can train in groups of 10, which is uh, makes things fairly interesting. Yeah, so we'll see if any um, teams start to take that on. That's going to be pretty hard for Ponsonby then. Yeah, twice twice the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- we we may may even flirt with one training a week. See how we go. Oh, jeez, you might like it. <laughs> well, we've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, and we didn't get any medals, so that's why we changed. Yeah, fair enough. All right, fellas. Well, good to have you again on on again. So, um, we'll uh, hopefully fingers crossed for some footy, and we'll see you guys again soon. Yeah, thanks, awesome. Cheers, lads.